Hey listeners, welcome back to Real Talk with Simply Tour, where we have real, raw, and, and sometimes uncomfortable conversations around working while maintaining our mental health or lack thereof. I'm your host, Tor White, and today we have a special guest, an actual classmate of mine, Amber Bennett. Hi, Amber. Hey, Tori. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So Amber is born and raised in the Asheville area. She is an exclusive buyer's agent at Keller Williams Professionals. She is a member of the Matt and Molly team, voted best real estate agents by Mountain Express readers for the past 10 years. Amber prides herself in the authentic relationships she builds with the people she meets and the community it creates. She cares about her clients the same way she cares about her best friends and family and treats clients just as that. Outside of real estate, Amber enjoys time with her husband and three children, live music, hiking, and eating at her favorite neighborhood restaurants. All right, Amber. So anything else that I just... I didn't talk about in your bio. No. Yeah, that's a that pretty much covers it. Um, I ha- was a photographer before this and um, have shifted into real estate. So um, that's that's me though. Yeah, and it's it's so funny. I remember when you sent me a message saying that you were going into real estate. So listeners, if you don't know. Um, like Amber said, she used to be a photographer and she actually shot some photos for me for my 30th birthday back, what, two years ago? It was during COVID, I believe. It was, yeah. Yep. It was uh, right after the everything was shut down, I think, just as people were starting to go face, or no, it was before, I think, actually. Yeah, I think school was still out. We were still doing school at home. Yeah. Um, and you did those photos for me. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, that I was, um, yeah, I was working on um, exploring my photography skills. And um, I find you an absolutely beautiful individual inside and out. So you were one of the people that popped in my head. Oh, thank you. And it was, uh, it was really good to just like see myself in a different light and experience that kind of self-love through a lens that wasn't my own, um, especially when I struggle with just like body image in general. But so what made you go from photography to real estate? That's a huge difference. It is. And um, one of the things was actually due to COVID, my business, my photography business really got put on hold. Um, we weren't able to do a lot of sessions. I shoot a lot of weddings and that was the, the main source and um, of income and weddings were not happening during COVID. So it kind of made me take a second to step back and think about having something that's a little more sustainable. Um And I've had a background in sales uh, before photography. So it kind of felt like a natural shift. Was it difficult trying to break into the real estate scene, knowing that you are a mother and a wife and it was during the time of like 
still what people are still finicky about COVID and everything, was it difficult to like make that shift? It was. And that's one of the reasons why I decided to join a team rather than just trying to be an individual agent on my own. Um, I found that having the support of a team and their knowledge really supported me in making that shift. Um, We have a very set schedule throughout the day that keeps you accountable and on task. And that's really been a huge benefit through um, making the shift to to real estate. Mm -hmm. How was it for you going through the real estate course? So that was kind of crazy. <laughs> um, uh, uh, it was, I did do it towards the end of COVID. So we were starting to do, the kids were starting to do extracurricular activities. And um, I would sit in the car during their extracurricular activities in the evening and just study and do my online course. <laughs> so um, just like in between the moments, it took me at least four times longer than I expected it to. Um, I was like, oh, I'll get this done in, in two weeks. No big deal. And it took me probably about four months to, to actually mm-hmm. uh, finish it. So, yeah. But that the thing about it, though, is like even when we have a plan and we think something's going to be super easy, we think we have it mapped out, the realization that life happens but as long as you stay the course, like it can still come to fruition. You can still reap the benefit of all your hard work. I know like when I went through the real estate course and I was just stressed out, like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And you know, we had to be on zoom at a certain time and the camera had to be on, you know, you got kids running in the background, dog barking. It was just a lot. It was a lot. So I know it has, you know, I'm home with two and having three children, that has to be something. So, yeah, it, it is a lot. There's times when I just kind of go in my bedroom and lock the door so that I can spend 15, 20 minutes to be able to focus and um, take that time to make sure that I'm being able to be on course with my goals. Mm-hmm. Not always enjoyable when the there's a kid on the other side crying. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta try to power through those moments. Right. So I know you talked about you decided to join a team versus being an independent real estate agent. How did you decide on the Matt and Molly team specifically? So the Matt and Molly team has a really high reputation um, in Keller Williams and in the real estate community. So I interviewed a couple different, interviewed with a couple different teams and um, just them being so recognized and also their, again, support with that scheduling and accountability. um, And also throughout Keller Williams and on this team, mindset and positivity and your actions are a huge part of it. Um, And just having this positive environment to come to every day is why I chose the Matt and Molly team. Um, So yeah, it's it's funny because we're actually taking a class right now called Bold. um, And it's a Keller Williams class. And it is all about mindset and actions. And uh, so the timing is really good. We just had our first class yesterday um, to then talk to you about the same thing. So, mm-hmm. 
says. No, that's really good. So like when you go through the interview process and specifically like just giving information to those who may be thinking about real estate or who may be hitting a rough patch in their real estate journey, um, when you were interviewing with these various teams, did you have like specific questions that you asked them to make sure that they were a fit for you? Yes. Um, so about learning about their team structure um, and also just the personality of the person that's interviewing me because they're on the team as well. And um, with this particular team, I got to do a day shadowing first, which was a huge benefit. So I could see firsthand what the being on the team was like um, and what their routine was. And also um, uh, another big part of it that people maybe don't want to talk to about, about talk about as much is that um, the commission splits, how much money you're going to make on one team versus another. It does have a huge impact on the the final decision. And, and that's just being real, because I remember when I was going through real estate um, school, that was big for me. Like, what what is the commission? Because essentially you are not only selling a property, but you're selling yourself. Like I remember when I was going through the process of buying my first home and the amount of agents that I met with that I just didn't click with. Like I could tell that I was looked at as just a dollar sign versus they really were taking into account what I wanted. And so like, when you think about all the work that, even me thinking about the work I required from my agent, and just making sure that the money makes sense for the amount of work that you have to put in, I think it's huge. Um, and especially when we talk about Asheville, like, do you just sell in Asheville or do you sell outside of Asheville as well? Um, Asheville and the surrounding counties. So about an hour radius from Asheville in all directions. Um, so we go all the way to Waynesville, Maggie Valley, Bakersville, Burnsville, um, Canton, uh, and then the east side, uh, Marion, um, and then down into Hendersonville as well. Mm-hmm. So have so, yeah. you have you worked with a lot of first time home buyers? I have. I, I have to say, first time home buyers are my favorite because it is a new experience and it's a really exciting experience. Um, so yes, yeah. So how do you manage that? I know one of the things that when I was going through the home buying process, and this was right before we didn't know COVID was going to happen. Um, and it, it was a little stressful. Well, I'm not going to say a little stressful. It was a lot of stressful. <laughs> and yes. moments where I just wanted to throw in a towel and say, like, maybe home buying is not for me. Um, especially like being young and felt like everything that I was seeing was not necessarily being heard. How do you manage like the stress that new home buyers are having, especially when they're very new to just real estate in general? Well, one of the most important things is to listen, to listen to them and their concerns um, and make them be heard so that they're not feeling like they're doing it alone. And then after validating those feelings, coming up with a solution moving forward um, and just making sure that they're very informed and understand what's happening in the process and what is going to happen next and what the possibilities um, 
of each part are going to be with negotiations and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the first, like your very first client that you went through the entire process with. How was that experience for you? It's stressful, <laughs> especially <laughs> because I felt like I didn't know enough at that point. Um, and ha being on the team was a huge support because I was able to just turn to the person next to me and be like, oh, my God, what do I do? I'm freaking out. And they would, you know, have answers for me. OK, calm down. It's OK. Uh, here's what you can do. And um, so that was really good. It actually was a client that started looking for land. We didn't think it was going to be as fast moving as it did. I wound up doing a, a virtual home tour with him and he really liked the house. And so we wound up putting in an offer and um, that was that was my first first experience. So it went way faster than I thought it was going to go, um, which is good. So that's good. Have you like experienced any like bidding wars? going back and forth? Yes. So um, there's kind of a misconception with bidding wars. What happens is there'll be multiple offers on the table. And this actually did occur with that first client. Um, there were multiple offers. And when multiple offers happen, a lot of times the sellers will say, okay, well, we would like the best offers by a certain date and time. And then you can go back and either revise your offer um, to make it your absolute best or, you know, leave, leave your offer as is. You're just knowing that there's competition at that point. Um, and then they can look at those offers that they've received and pick the one that is the best. They're just letting everyone know, hey, we've got a lot. We want your best and, and we're going to pick the best. Mm hmm. That that happened actually when I purchased my home. Um, she came back to me and was like, "Okay, listen, what is the absolute most you're willing to spend on this house?" Because um, they're asking for the very best offer, and it's you against someone else. And I remember just sitting there, like, you know what, praying and just saying, "If it's meant for me to have this house, I will have this house." And I think I went up like just a tad and I said, it's my absolute, like, that's it. And yeah. I, it was after I had put in an offer um, on another house and went through the entire process and the inspection came back bad. Yeah. So it was like, you know, and I was just like so stressed and worn out. It's like, I'm, I've already spent money that I can't get back. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know that I'm gonna keep spending. And it was just, just so happened, like literally the next morning she contacted me and was like, okay, they accepted your offer. And I remember like that, that feeling I'm like, oh my God, is this really it? Like, yeah. am I really about yeah. to my house? It's so exciting. It's so exciting when you get that news back and you're like, oh my gosh, okay, we can move on to the next step in the process. And, um move forward and, and start to see things coming into place. It's really exciting. Mm -hmm. So what kind of, do you offer like certain programs or certain things to first time home buyers? So not particularly as a, a real estate agent, um, we're just there to give the facts, negotiate. There's not really a service extra for home first time home buyers. We treat each client the same. 
there are programs on the lending side for first-time home buyers. Um, there's different types of loans where you could possibly have a lower down payment to no down payment. Um, and we really recommend talking with a lender as the first step in the process of home buying. Mm -hmm. What about, so like addressing the fact of just the actual market, the actual housing, how expensive Asheville has become both of us being born and raised in the Asheville area. Um, I know back in, even when we think like 10 years ago, just housing was not as expensive as it is now. Has that been difficult just for you being an agent, like navigating the cost of what a home looks like in Asheville in comparison to the land that you receive? Yeah, it has the um, homes in Asheville have appreciated greatly. And part of that is because so many people want to be here. It's such a beautiful, wonderful community with the mountains. And uh, there's so many great things which have brought a lot of people, which have then, you know, caused the the market, the higher demand, the higher the prices are going to be. That's um, kind of just how it goes. Uh Right now in Asheville, I, a lot of other areas have seen a slowdown. Our market is shifting from the past couple of years. We're shifting to more of a tra traditional seller's market. And that means that things aren't as high. Things are coming down in price. Um, if you're paying attention, we are seeing more price decreases with things that are on the market, which is good it feels good um and especially since i work with buyers so it's like okay we can we can breathe a little bit we've got more choices um and so yeah i i we're not expecting it to slow down um in this area it's just so many people are wanting to move here either to get away from climate change um or just to be in the mountains they'll we get a lot of clients that have visited and they've fallen in love with Asheville and want to move here. Um, so we're not predicting that to slow down exponentially. Mm -hmm. And that's the one good thing I know when not so much on the buyer's end, like when definitely it looks different buying a home now than it did when I purchased my home, but also from a seller's side it feels good to know that equity will continue to grow in my home um yes. you know like I, I was looking at some land um maybe a year ago and i was like gosh do i just jump on it because i know right regardless of if i do anything with the land right now do i just jump on it because it's such a good deal and i constantly find myself like going through looking at various properties looking at things just like i know that Asheville the odds of Asheville ever slowing down is slim to none just because, I mean, even this past weekend, the amount of traffic for people coming in just to look at the leaves change. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right. Yeah. The leafers every year. <laughs> right. Like people yeah. are going to flood into Asheville no matter what. And I see now that you're seeing a lot more people go to the outskirts. Yeah. Well. Uh, whereas before people just wanted to stay in right in Asheville 
we are seeing a lot of people that are are okay it's okay to go 45 minutes from Asheville. waynesville's good we'll, we're happy in waynesville you know weaverville um in even further than weaverville so um yeah people are willing to we're starting to spread our bubble out for sure mm -hmm. so really quick i am curious do you set any type of boundaries when it comes to like, let's say you're working with a client and you're like in the middle of putting in a bid, they have questions like, do you have a cutoff time where you're like, you know, after a certain time, I'm not going to respond. I'm going to give it to, you know, the next day or I'm going to have certain office hours or do you just like whenever my client needs me, they need me? Honestly, it depends on the situation and where we are in the process. Um, Yes, I do put a time to to end my day working with clients so that I can focus on being with my family. I feel like that balance is really um, that juggle is really important. So I it reflects in my voicemail. If you call me after a certain time, it's very clear that, you know, if it's an emergency, please text me. Otherwise, I'm spending time with my family right now. And I think that's really good. I think that we need to set boundaries and and really be able to cut off work from home because our kids our, our spouses they require something out of us in order for us to remain sane and you know and have the ability to be everything we need to be for everyone else we do have to set those hardcore like okay you know unless it's something out of the ordinary for the most part th this is when i'm available so i commend you for that um, Thank you. Well, tell the listeners how to get in touch with you. So you can call or text me. Um, I'm always answering except for nights and weekends. <laughs> um, my numbers 828-242-1596. I'm happy to answer anyone's questions. You can also find me on social media. Uh, my Instagram is Amber rose avl uh, and i'm happy to answer any questions on instagram My, our team does have a website with a contact form it's www.themattandmollyteam all spelled out.com and that's another great way to get in touch with the team as a whole awesome so listeners even if you're not currently looking for a home in the Asheville or surrounding area still follow Amber and just um, get, you know, get an idea of what the market looks like or get an idea of questions to ask when you're, you decide to go into the market for a home. Amber, I want to thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's always good to talk to you. Yes. Well, this is the end of today's show. To my listeners, you can find me at simplytour.com or at bizradio.us. Until next time. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.